0: Hello and welcome to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. This episode is brought to you from MSF's Mallee Research Update at Wolpi Up. We've just cracked open the first beers for the afternoon and I am here with an extra special guest of MSF, lifetime member and ex-chairman Ian Hastings. Hi Ian.
1: G'day Tegan, how are you going?
0: Yeah, really well. It's been a great day today. I just thought I would kick off the episode. Uh, Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: So I suppose the reason I got interested in the the stuff that MSF was set up to do was because prior to that I'd actually started up a trash farming group on my own with um, member, with the help of Rob sonigan because we were looking at, looking at the issues of trying to um, maintain more coverage on our soil, stop the blowing and uh, continue to grow good crops. So that was where my interest came from and... Then when I heard about the the possibility of starting up farming Sustainable Farming Project, um, of course I was interested and went along to the first meeting.
0: Mm, yeah, and uh, look where we are today.
1: Oh yes, an incredible journey over the 21 years since then.
0: So I guess leading on to the next question I have for you, can you tell us your most memorable MSF highlights in your time? Look,
1: the, the, there's lots of them, but... When we decided to set up the focus paddock issue within MSF, and we set up 30 or 40 focus paddocks through the three states, in the case of Victoria, I went and visited every single paddock that we set as a focus paddock in uh, the bottom half of Victoria. And Tony Robbins did the same in the northern part through the Millewarra and across. And what we were trying to do was ensure that the soil type and the paddock um, the, the sort of paddock that was there was able to be compared to everybody else's paddock within that, that same geographical range. So what we did in setting those paddocks up and then running the bus trips to visit those paddocks once or twice a year for the next two or three years was was an incredible change and and it brought a huge amount of focus on MSF and what we were doing. So I, I think that probably was one of the major highlights. Um, and then, of course, if I'm, if I go on from then... Um, I believe I had a fairly large input into the establishment of the Sandy Soils Project and and the lead on from that being the SEEPS Project. So, you know, I'd I'd like to say that um, those three things probably are the highlights of what I was involved in with MSF.
0: Mm, Yeah, absolutely. Any key projects or breakthroughs that you didn't mention um, that might be worthwhile chatting about in your dryland farming career as a farmer as well?
1: Soil cover... And therefore, moisture retention became a big issue. They didn't; they weren't there in our minds at the start of this time, 21 years ago. But as we started to understand the the um, the implications of spray fallow and then continuous cropping, and what that was doing to the soils, and the fact that we were then still running sheep, and so soil erosion became a big issue, and, and ground cover. So getting on top of all that and learning about what it was that we had to do and, and the improvements we could make from those, those changes was incredibly important.
0: Yeah, for sure. So Ian, let's talk about mice. Seeing as you're chairman of the National Mouse Group, what's your advice this year on managing rodents?
1: Yes, well, it is a very relevant issue in lots of Australia and um, throughout our part of the Mallee and through into South Australia also, the issue this year isn't all that concerning but it is, um, there are enough mouse, mice around that people need to be aware, and some of the things that we now know is that the, the mouse issue can be very much paddock specific, so you can look at your overall farm and say, oh, I haven't got a problem, but you may well have a very serious problem in one paddock, depending on the crop type last year and whether it has had rain since the harvest, because the... Mouse number escalation occurs when you have um, ample feet on the ground and then a rain as well. So green and grain both is what leads to breeding. Grain alone doesn't lead to that breeding, but green and grain does. So you need to assess your paddocks, make your decisions. If you decide you have an issue, then you must bait, and the best time to do that is immediately on the back of the cedar bar. The, the importance of having the the, um, the poison bait out on the back of the cedar bar is that that's the only source of food available, um, the grain treated with the zinc phosphide.
0: Mm, green and grain, gotcha. <laughs> So on a lighter note, moving on to your funniest farming story to date, do you have a cracker that you can share with us? Well,
1: it is relevant to the stuff we've been discussing today and that's all about seeps and um, and therefore getting bogged in seep holes <laughs> and so on. So yes, a few years years ago I was driving the header and came down off a hill, so pointing forward down the hill, got the header quite severely bogged and we brought the um, the cat challenger out and couldn't move it backwards up the hill because the tractor was going up the hill so we got a longer cable and we got the tractor up on top of the hill and we still couldn't move it so that was that day and the next day we brought more tractors and got one of those tractors over the top of the hill and got the the header out so by this time we'd been working on it for about seven or eight hours of actual work we just got the header out and I said to my son Michael oh we should have taken a photo of that and he said don't worry dad it's already up in the testing station at the silo. (laughs)
0: And I bet you wouldn't have heard the end of that. (laughs) Yeah, we've had a few farmers today tell us a few Mm. stories about machinery pretty much Mm. nearly getting bogged in in seeps. So, yeah, it's an ongoing project that MSF are working on. What is your favourite choice of beverage?
1: Look, I, like all men, or or 90% of men, I love a beer, but I also really enjoy a New Zealand Marlborough District Sad Blanc.
0: Interesting. That is a good one I've heard. I haven't tried it, though. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. You
1: must have a Marlborough regions have Blanc. Okay. Yes.
0: I'll, ch- I'll check that out. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ian, so much for joining us on the MSF Farm Talk podcast today. It was a pleasure chatting with you. and Thank you for everything that you've done for MSF over the years.
1: Thanks, Tegan. It's a pleasure to be part of this, and also it's been a great journey with MSF over the years.
0: And so it keeps going. <laughs> Don't forget to share this episode with a mate if you took some value away from it and be sure to subscribe, rate and review our podcast. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode.